Welcome back to the Doug Zone, where I have to do the intro because Matt has left us. <laughs> it's so sad. He's we have been forsaken. He's permanently in the hole. He fell in and he's not getting back out this time. Back out. Yeah, that's too bad. I'll try to fill his shoes, but I, I just don't think I have what it takes to make actionable threats against the government. I don't think I do either. This is a this is an issue. I'm gonna try my best. Obama, watch out. All right, well, this week we watched Demo Reel, The Blair Witch Hangover Part 1. We, we is doing. We is a long shot, yeah. but that's okay. I watched Demo Reel, The Blair Witch Hangover Part 1. How'd you like it? I didn't. Oh, no. Who could have saw that coming? Um... I think almost everybody, but that's yeah. okay. That's all right. So um, the first one was lost in translation, right? Yes. Okay. Um, and if I remember, did Malcolm die? Uh, no, he was covered in maple syrup, but it looked oh. like he died. Okay, gotcha. Okay. No, Malcolm is still with us. Oh. Whether that's fortunate or not yeah. remains to be seen. Um, it starts with him doing, like, a ransom video. Malcolm. Yes. Okay, gotcha. Mm-hmm. Because, uh, Swag has captured the entire team, except for Donnie, uh, when they were getting back from the airport. <laughs> Actually, besides Rob Walker, too. Don't remember his character's name, but he's not captured Nazi. either. Yeah, the Nazi. Probably good that they, they didn't get him. I don't think they wanted him. Yeah, no. And then he'd have to be in the episode, too, so. That would be, that would make this worse, I think. I think so, yeah. Which is impressive. It is. There's not a lot of situations you can add Rod Walker in to make it better. I can't think of a single one. Yeah, I don't know, maybe like a death row. Oh, there we go. There we go. You thought of a group. (laughs) There you go. Um, there's an elongated bit where swag, there's one person who's real gung-ho about kidnapping and murder, and everyone else is not so sure about it. Okay. Yeah. That sounds like it could be funny, theoretically. Yeah, it could, if the voices weren't very clearly, uh, Rebecca and Doug. (laughs) That seems to be the problem with demo reels. They've got four actors, and that's it. They've got five, I believe, because you forgot about the Irish guy who plays a very prominent role in this because there's (laughs) drinking involved. Ah, oh, because, okay, so is the Blair Witch Hangover a crossover of the Blair Witch and the Hangover? Yes. Wow, they (laughs) they really, very clever of them. They just. I know. (laughs) They're really good about that. Yeah. Hmm. Okay, and so if I recall correctly, um. You're right, this is bad radio. But if I recall correctly, the Irish guy <laughs> had a really bad fake Irish accent. He does. Okay. He does have a very bad fake Irish accent. Gotcha. Um, which they even, I, I actually wrote notes for this, but they even point out, they're like, is anything you say not a stereotype? As if that is makes it all forgiven, that yeah, they only did stereotypes. Which they do for everyone, in my memory. They, It's like true. Men, black people, Nazis. Yeah. Yeah. Um, my first note is get it. He drinks because he's Irish. 
I was very upset about this, clearly. Yeah. I think you're right. I think that's a stereotype that is very offensive to my Irish heritage. Oh, is it? It is. It is. Mm. Well, not that much. <laughs> I feel like that's, of the stereotypes, not the worst. No, no. I, I guess it, there could be worse, thing, worse things than being fun at parties. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Sorry I'm a little too fun at parties. <laughs> Sorry I'm a joy to be around. <laughs> Sorry that I'm a delight. It's just a stereotype. <laughs> um, And then there's a really great sequence where most of the video, um, there are four characters just getting drunk together. That is most of this video. And it has the worst drunk acting I've seen in my entire life. I'm I'm watching it on mute as we talk, and it does it looks bad just from the facial expressions. Mhm. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like drunk acting's. I've never tried to pretend to be drunk, but it can't be that hard, right? You just can't go. But it always hard. sucks. Yeah. Like, have you ever seen good drunk acting? I don't think so. I don't think so either. I can't think of a good example of it, so that's a good point. It also looks like uh, Doug is in the woods. Yeah. He's Blair Witt. Um, it takes him a whole, as Coach pointed out, six and a half minutes to show up in Demoreal. That's kind of nice, actually, though. You get a nice break, a breath of fresh air. It is. It is a breath of fresh air. Um, and then Doug comes in, and he's talking very fast because that means it's funny. Is he also talking loud? Because I've heard that also makes it funny. I think he is talking loud. I think that's what the Doug Zone is missing, is you and Matt need to be talking louder and faster throughout. Yeah, I actually agree. <laughs> that would make it a fun listen. That would make it, an, we'd have to think of so much more to say. <laughs> it is true. I do like a lot of the pregnant pauses that happen on this podcast. It's very nice. Yeah, see, if I were a more diligent editor, I'd probably cut those out, but... No, but it, it's for uh, it's for Squid to add their own bits in, too. Mm-hmm. You know? It's for authenticity and community <laughs> participation. I like that. Kind of like Dora, if you think about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We should just start adding, what do you think, Squid? <laughs> what, do you, what are your thoughts, Squid? I don't think Squid listens. But... I don't think so. <laughs> I think it's it's me and Comrade and John. Yeah. That's... Yeah, y'all are our only three listeners now. <laughs> That'd be incredible. That'd be a, a sick a sick thing to do every week, record yourself to three friends. <laughs> I really like that. I think more people should do that. I think so, too. They add in whenever the... So Rebecca and Malcolm, the Irish guy, and a guy that Rebecca works security for, all get drunk together. It's implied that the dude she works security for is grinding people up and turning them into meatballs, and that's just yeah. like a passing joke. Uh, it's, it's the same people that were clearly the mafia in the other video last time I was on, where you could like hear them through the walls. Uh huh. Okay, so it's so it's the mob is the joke. Gotcha. Oh, but but this guy isn't. I don't oh, think he separate. is part of. He's a separate entity. Okay, so it's all right. <laughs> that's confusing then. Yeah, because they catch him and he's holding a butcher knife and they're like, what are you doing? And he's like making marinara sauce. And then later on in the video, they're eating spaghetti and they're like, this is really good. What's the secret ingredient? And he's like, it's in the meatballs. It's this guy I cut up. Just kidding. It's oregano. And then everyone laughs. Huh. 
that's that's a good one. That's... I have to say, this man looks insane. He's got a money dollar bill tie, a butcher knife, and a Doug Walker goatee. Yeah. That's quite a powerful look. The vibe on it is confusing. Bad also. Kind yeah. Um, but the, the premise of the video is they're trying to figure out what happened when they were drunk. Right. Like the hangover. Like the hangover. And Doug um, is trying to get out of the woods like Blair Witch. Yes. I see. And there's like a little girl being little creepy girl. Uh, to Doug. Oh, gotcha. Just like yeah. in the Blair Witch. Yeah, no, it's just the Blair Witch, but the, bad the famous scary or part worse. Of the Blair Witch was where you see the monster. Yeah, famously, my favorite part of the Blair Witch is whenever yeah. you get to see it and its whole face, and it's just a little white girl. <laughs> well, I mean, that's what they say is like for things to be scary, you want to see as much of them as possible in bright mm-hmm. light. That's, why that's the rule. So effective. Exactly. The shark was always on the boat with them. I want to see that version of the movie where the shark is just, like, a crewmate on the boat. (laughs) Just smoking and playing poker. (laughs) It's like a Quentin Tarantino hangout film. They're all just chilling. They're all just chilling. But one of them's a shark. But we don't know which one. It's like the thing. (laughs) I love the idea of a movie where you clearly see which one is a shark and none of the other ones can tell. (laughs) They have to try to figure out who's the shark. And it's clearly five guys and then a shark in a flannel. Yeah. That's a pretty good movie. <laughs> That's better than this. I, I believe it. That's what I'm going to direct whenever I have <laughs> copious amounts of money to throw at a project. Yeah. I know what project I'm throwing it at. Is Jaw- Jaws meets the thing? Mm-hmm. Jaws. What would you call that movie? I don't know. Quentin Tarantino hangout Jaws the thing. That's And you know what? It rolls off the tongue. It surely does. very marketable. I can see virtual. I don't know if it'll fit on the poster, but it'll be fine. (laughs) That would be funny. Like, they don't correct the font size so, like, it doesn't fit all in the 16 by 9 screen. (laughs) Kind of cut off. Yeah. There's a... There's a, a My Chemical Romance song where they just made the song name as long as possible so it would fill up the entire back of the CD. Really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. It ended up being just like non-off 17 times. Like it's... Oh! I that song, that's why yeah. it's named that. Fun fact. That's funny. Fun that's fact from Jillian's emo phase. Good, yeah, because that's from the like the phase where they're like driving around the desert with cool cars and lazy mm-hmm. Which is objectively the coolest phase, just no oh. one appreciated at the time. I loved it. I thought it was so sick that they all had their own little masks and like all. Mm-hmm. It was very video gamey. And, very video gamey. Very, very comic booky. Yeah. Just overall good and yeah, underrated. Good. Yeah, I think so too. Um, I think that's actually around the time I first listened to them was that out al- when that album came out. Mm-hmm. That, that was, was like 2013. Spoken. Yeah, because it was my. No, I'm not gonna date myself. It was <laughs> at a certain point in my school career <laughs> you were in age in school between six and 18 who can That's say true. i was in fifth grade <laughs> i am a zoomer or something famous thing that zoomers say hello it is me fellow zoomers your friend uh hello i think i know which one is the shark yeah right <laughs>
The shark also is the only one who remembers watching 9-11 on TV. Yeah. That's, a That's the other thing, thing you got to figure yeah. out. <laughs> like, wait a second. None of us have seen 9-11. How old are you? <laughs> you. He's like middle-aged. Like 27. <laughs> um, they do another joke in this where it's Rebecca just talking about how her uncle molested her. Oh, they do that again? Mm-hmm. Oh, man. They do it a second time. How come I got, I'm here for both of the times that that happened? I don't oh, know. That's just not good. It's not. It's not a funny joke. It was ever funny. It wasn't. I can't, like, even in, like, I, a movie in the 70s, that wouldn't be funny. I think it's just funny to, like, middle schoolers who think edgy stuff is funny. Right. And, by extension, Doug, Doug and Rob Walker. Yes. Yeah. Who are not middle schoolers, but <laughs> maybe at heart. Possibly at heart. Yeah. Um. They also call Rebecca ugly. Oh, that's mean. They go well. There's plenty of parts for uh women that aren't in the standard beauty convention, and then they have a elongated conversation about how every other actress is pretty except for her, and it's like supposed to. It's played serious. Oh. I can't imagine. Is Rebecca the name of the actual lady? Uh, it's either Rebecca or Rachel. One of them is the actor's name. One of them is the character's name. And I don't remember which is That's which. Amazing. Well, that must have been not a fun pitch for her. No, it's like, because then they start naming like actors. And she's like, well, no, they did this and this. And I don't want to play an old lady. And then she's like, there's no parts for women over 40. I'm 23. So this is my midlife crisis. Oh, yeah, like but they, that. it's really bad. Yeah, I also she's cute. Give her a break. Yeah, she's not ugly. She's the prettiest one in the entire video. Mhm. By far. <laughs> <laughs> By okay. quite the margin. Yeah. Well, that seems mean, and I don't it, like it. It was weird. I did not enjoy it either. Also, um, and that's kind of the end of the video they just have like a little part afterwards where it's a bit where they're trying to get the maybe in the mob guy to show them like a magic act and then they have like the little exiting bit where it's them in the present day gotcha and then the like the the punctuation is doug finding a creepy little girl in the woods Mm -hmm. um oh i'm scared to ask where did they get this girl I don't know. She doesn't look like she, she clearly like is like an adult woman dressed as a little girl. Yeah, like like a tw- mid twenties or something. Yeah. Yeah. I, okay. And now that I'm looking at it again, that is seems to be the case. Which is better? Don't is we better, don't need yeah. Doug child actors. <laughs> we don't need Doug around children. I'm <laughs> honestly not sure he can go within 150 feet of any school. Yeah. So. <laughs> Oh, no. Yeah. That's interesting. Okay, so it, it is at Cliffhanger then, because I'm seeing now it's part one. Yeah, so all of them have part one and part two, except for, like, one of them. It's very bizarre. Oh, that's strange. Why wouldn't mm-hmm. they just... Because this is only 15 minutes long, long. Why not just combine that for the 30? Make it. A nice My story? guess is because they didn't have stuff to put out every week. Uh, so they oh, split yeah. it up to where it was over the mid-roll run time, but... <laughs> that's cynical, but... It, 
that must be true then. The only <laughs> thing that would make it better if it was like yeah. 10 minutes in one second. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh man, back when YouTube had like the classic like limit on like mm-hmm. 10 minutes because I don't know. I think it's different now, but like you could only put ads on certain length videos, right? In this you area. could put an ad at the beginning. You could only do a mid roll if it was over 10 minutes. If it was over 10 minutes, I see. Yeah. So, so you would get two of... ads if it were over 10 minutes. So people exactly. would just put their end card for like two minutes. Wow. Man. What a time. Yeah, what a great time in consuming content. <laughs> I don't know if that's better or worse than now where they just reward the like 30 second videos. It's tough because I don't know, like, I don't know, like, what the majority of people on YouTube, like, how they're consuming it. Because how I consume it is I find, like, eight-hour-long videos of, like, yes. every Goomba in, in the Mario franchise. Oh, I love that. Detail. Yeah, I love <laughs> that. Um, or, like, I find, yeah. like, 70-part series and just start at the beginning. <laughs> like, it doesn't matter what it's about. And I'm just yeah. like, and play. And go, yeah. Now I won't be alone for the next eight hours. Exactly. It's yeah. perfect. So I don't know if that's like how everyone else is watching or if everyone's I don't know. TikTok now. My boyfriend referred to YouTube Shorts to me, and I was like, "That's yeah. a thing." It is, yeah. It's that's con- response to TikTok. Hmm. It's not great. Why does everyone need a response to TikTok? I don't think they do, because TikTok's there. You're not gonna one up TikTok. Yeah, you know I, mean? I think Instagram Reels are doing like okay. Yeah, but, but like you could already it, post short videos on Instagram. I don't get. Right. And I feel like most Instagram reels are just like the same TikToks. Thing people post post on TikTok. Yeah, there's reposts. And I think that's what most YouTube shorts are too. Is they're just they reposts of TikToks. Yeah, I I don't watch them because I don't watch them either. Yeah, I can't do that to myself. The the most TikTok content I get is from Coach, and it's just like either like polyamorous people doing crazy things uh-huh. or just like video of ryan gosling set to sad music and then like something about being single <laughs> and wanting to die and like, thanks coach for the pep talk wow <laughs> it's pretty mean <laughs> but also um, very funny most of the things i get are from one of my best friends who just sends me like i don't even know how to describe them i'm gonna be honest here The last one she sent me was, um, it's like a Les Mis TikTok, but it turns into the, um, Rainy Rodriguez song. Oh. um, The Fiesta Salsa Quinceanera. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's the last one she sent me, and they're all very similar. There's, like, Michael Sarah flying on a bald eagle. Okay. Um... This one is, oh, sorry, Lord of the Rings. Um, that turns into uh, Paul Rudd. <laughs> if I was going to guess how you're going to end that sentence, it wouldn't have been with Paul Rudd. I'm no. I did not expect a Rudd appearance. At least I'm pretty sure that's Paul Rudd. Yeah. It could be <laughs> any white actor with brown hair, and I'd be like, that might be Paul Rudd. That might be Paul Rudd, yeah. He's one of those ones where you're like, you think you see him in every role. It's kind of like the um, the uh, oh, what's that guy's name? The the guy from Thirty Rock. The old That's guy. Oh. Alex Baldwin. It's like the Alex Baldwin. Baldwin. Like any movie where there's like a guy with salt and pepper hair, I'm like that could be a Baldwin. I don't know <laughs> if it is, but it could be. 
Yeah. 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 <laughs> I'm trying to find any interesting comments. It's just people saying this is starting to win me over. Yeah, there's a lot of like demo reel was underrated kind of stuff, which like I don't think so personally. I think I it was don't properly rated. <laughs> I think it was also properly rated. Let me see. <laughs> a mix of Blair Witch and The Hangover does sound creative. Man, Doug, why did you end this? I like how he didn't say this was creative. He just said the concept sounds creative. I love the response to that one, which is just, it was canceled. <laughs> like, no, we understand why he ended it or how he ended it. And it wasn't canceled by a network. There was no network. There was no network. Yeah, exactly. There's no executives like, numbers are down for demo reel. We're I don't think numbers were ever up for demo reel. <laughs> yeah, there was no demo reel Nielsen ratings, I do not believe. <laughs> oh, this is nice. This is from six years ago. I love when he screams like a little girl. I don't think hmm. that's what little girls sound like. I don't think they're raspy. And uh... I found a comment I really hate. Oh, let's hear it. Kathy Bates and Barbara Streisand, all this video is missing is Julia Roberts to fulfill my older woman fetish trifecta. Ugh. Ugh. That's... Ugh. <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay, here's the thing. Older women can be very beautiful, but that's your pick? <laughs> I mean, Helen Mirren's there and you're going to tell me Kathy Bates? Kathy Bates, Barbara Streisand, and Julia Roberts. <laughs> I kind of get Barbara Streisand, but... Boy, that's ooh. Kathy Bates that, is a rough one. That's I mean, you know what? I like we can't shame the man for like or the person for liking what they like, but we can shame them for telling us about it. Why did you? Come Why does that? that have four likes? Yeah, four likes. It's been there for seven years, and it only has four likes, which I think says something. Hmm. Hmm. The thing at the begging made me laugh. No, the thing at the begging made laugh. That's a great comment. <laughs> Why don't you just call someone? Oh. Someone's response? I'm nice. guessing that's in response to Donnie being in the woods. <laughs> yeah. Which I love that. And you're watching Blair Witch, and you're like, why don't they just call the police? Don't they just... Yeah. <laughs> and then the response was, there wouldn't be any bars. And then the main guy was like, true. <laughs> like, it was a compelling <laughs> argument. You <laughs> might good, be correct. Good point. Yeah, you got me there. Um. Here's okay. I again, I, I did not watch the video, I just skimmed it. But I'm ho hoping this is not a quote from the video, or I'm actually, I'm hoping this is a quote from the video because if not, um, it would be strange. But it just says, Sterilize you faster than Bob Barker at a puppy pound. Julian, what I that believe mean? that's in the video, but I that's not a good joke, that's just weird, a weird thing to say. I think they were just stringing words together, yeah. Man, it's crazy because, like, of all these videos I've seen, there's usually gold in the comments. But of the 51 comments, there's really nothing here. I like this more than a Serbian film. Uh, I don't think that's a very high bar. I think it says this is more like a Serbian film. Ah, this is more like a Serbian yeah. film, which also doesn't make it's sense because it's not like a Serbian it's film. not like that at all. I don't think it's anywhere close to that, actually. It's barely like the two things it's parodying. <laughs> it's more like a nostalgia critic. I think more like a very weird movie to parody. Yeah. I, yeah. What if someone tried to parody a Serbian film? I don't know what that would be. 
Do you, do you remember all those parody movies from like 2008, 2009, like epic movie? Yes. What if they I do did remember those? It was like Serbian movie. <laughs> <laughs> all the tropes from a Serbian film, and that's it. And that's it. Yeah, which is just gore. Yeah, it's just yeah. terrible. I've never seen a Serbian film, so I've, I think I've only read the Wikipedia entry, but it doesn't sound like a good time. I know. You you like slider films, right? You like horror films, right? Mm-hmm. I really like horror. Okay. Um, but, like, gore horror, horror yeah. like, fascinates me, but extreme horror also is, like, something that I cannot consume on a regular basis. Yeah, I can't do anything, like, super um, grotesque, like, very often. I read an extreme horror book recently. Oh. Um, it was fantastic, but also, Jesus Christ, it got <laughs> a little bit intense. What book? It's called Mavefly. I've never even heard of it. Mm-hmm. It's interesting. It's about this girl who works as uh, what is very obviously a Disney princess, but she also is a serial killer. Oh, cool. Or she, like, snaps and reads American Psycho and becomes a serial killer. <laughs> that's, that's, what, yeah. that's, what, that's what radicalizes her. Yeah, it's really funny. She's in, like, the midst of having a mental breakdown and busts open American Psycho and is like, I get it now. <laughs> so it's just Matt. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Matt. That sounds kind of fun, though. So is it, like, grotesque? Like, is it, like, gory? Yeah. Uh, it gets uh, gory, and there's some, like, weird sexual stuff. Ooh. But, like, overall, a well-written book. I see. Mm-hmm. Prose. Yeah. Very compelling. I feel like, for me, like, the only kind of horror I like is, like, the slow burn kind. Like, those are very good. Those are some those, of my favorites. Because then, it, yeah, exactly. That's the stuff that connects with me. Then it's more scary, like when there mm-hmm. is the sca- like the creepiest parts. If they're like sporadic, I don't know. Like the thing is like the perfect for my. Oh, life. the thing is just perfect. It's unassailable. It's probably the greatest film ever made. Ever. Oh, I wonder if my boyfriend has seen that. If not, I'm gonna make him watch it. Yeah, sure. I have to hear his thoughts because I feel like he would have something strange to say. He would. Oh, no. I want to sit him and Jay down and have them watch at the same time. <laughs> Jay would be like, this is no Zootopia. And Jay would be like, this is boring. Where's the singing animals? <laughs> it's just a bunch of white men in a room. Which, you know, that's fair. I'm just One of them it. roller skates. Oh, that's true. Yeah. One of the characters roller skates. Roller so skates. Um, me and Jay famously love roller skating. So maybe that'll be like a connection. Yeah, this character who roller skates in the background of two shots. Yep, that's your... That's your in. Yeah. Yep, that's that'll be it. It's also a very, like, cozy movie. It is! Yeah. It's like a good winter movie, Absolutely. you know? Those are my favorite types of, like, horror movies where they're also kind of a little cozy. Mm-hmm. Another good example of that. Um, my other horror cozy movie is not, like, a normal cozy movie. It's Silence of the Lambs. You know what, though? I kind of get that. Right? I kind I can't explain why, but I kind of get that. That's a good movie. Mhm. It's a great movie. Yeah. Um, but it's like a comfort movie. I don't know if mm-hmm. I would call it a comfort movie for me. I wouldn't go that far. Well. But I get how it's cozy. Yeah, it's a, it's a cozy time. You know, uh, here's another cozy horror movie. Uh, The Shining. 
The Shining is a cozy horror movie, yeah. Uh, but I would say Doctor Sleep significantly less cozy. Really? I haven't mm-hmm. seen it. It's less cozy. Is it good? It's all right, in my opinion. Like, I know that it's kind of divisive, but I just thought it was all right. Just it's not The Shining. Yeah, I feel like it'd be hard to make something The Shining. And, like, it's not very contained because it's not just set inside of the hotel. So it's like they had too much freedom with it. I see. Yeah, that that seems to be a problem with, like, every movie has, like, 12 locations now. I watched the new uh, Evil Dead, which happens in like one location which made it a very fun watch that's nice like they don't leave the apartment the entire time oh that's cool yeah that's kind of a refreshing change mm-hmm. of pace. like yeah. they have one set piece in the garage of the apartment and that's like as far as you go <laughs> that's cool yeah watch that i've only seen the first three well let me ask you this of the evil dead which one is your favorite two okay which I... is everyone's favorite it's not mine. Is yours three? It's Army of Darkness. Mm. Yeah, I, which I think makes sense when you think about it. Because there's, like, skeletons playing xylophone with their bones, and that's just, like... It just gets so goofy. It's which so is fun. the best, but also, like... I also, to be fair, I did see it first out of all three of them. Mm. I don't remember why. So, like, I don't have... I feel like if I had seen the first couple before, maybe... One you don't need to watch. I haven't seen one. I've only seen two and three, actually. Yeah. Two recaps, one. Right. So, and, like, rewrites it a little bit. So one is, like, kind of beside the point. Because there's no goofiness. It's completely, like, played straight. There's... Which is still, like, a little goofy because it's Bruce Campbell. And Sam Raimi, so... It's gonna be a little goofy. A little silly, yeah. But there's no, like, groovy scene, you know? (laughs) Yeah, which rocks so hard it does rock so hard did you watch the evil dead show that came out like eight years ago no it had bruce campbell from what i remember old bruce Bruce Hmm. campbell it was all right i remember being like pretty good like solid but but the remake movie was bad yeah the remake movie was bad but this one was decent Uh like i wouldn't go as far as say like i loved it you know but it's like I didn't feel like I wasted my time by watching it. I feel like that's how the movies this year have kind of been. Is like we've just had some good movies and like yeah, like Barbie it was good. It was good. Um, Spider Man was good. Mission Impossible. I haven't seen. I've only seen Barbie. I think. <laughs> well, uh, that's of those three, I would say it's probably the best. Hmm. Good. Uh, yeah, or at least it was the most fun I had at the theater. It's just so, a fun time. It's just a blast. I, I don't understand why it's become some sort of cultural talking point when it's just... When, like, just watch all of the kins do, like, <laughs> the scene on the beach. It's perfect. <laughs> it's so good. Watch the kins do D-Day. It's perfect. <laughs> <laughs> the Saving Private Ryan, the beginning scene. Simu <laughs> <laughs> Liu gets shot in the head immediately. <laughs> But the song's still playing. But the song is still playing. Yeah, exactly. That would be a good movie if you just, like, juxtapose that song over the actual Saving Private Ryan D-Day. Someone wants to make that edit. Uh, yeah, I'm not going to do it. I'm not. You should do it. Yeah. Somebody should. By the way, I'm checking out your website now as we've been mm-hmm. talking because I've heard you talk about it. And this is wonderful. I really love this. 
it's very hellish. So right? I think uh, your boyfriend did an amazing job on it. Yeah. He was very happy that you gave us so many good assets to work with. Oh, I'm glad. That makes me happy. Yeah, he did yeah. a good job with them. Um, mm-hmm. I tried web design like way back in the day, and I was so bad at it. So it's nice to see something I made be made into a good website. Yeah. He basically just did it so he has another project for his portfolio, but like it's fun. That makes sense. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it's a fun one. <laughs> Dougzonepodcast.com. Check it out. You're gonna have merchants, right? Yeah, that's the that's the goal. Okay, cool. I'm gonna wrap it. I'll I'll be alternating between my BBC monkey shirt and whatever horrible, <laughs> terrible, hellish design you put on a t-shirt. <laughs> Who knows? It's gonna be good. The BBC shirt has been a great conversation starter at parties. I love that. But they're like, that's cute. Where'd you get that? And I go, I don't know. <laughs> so, from and I say, couldn't tell you. And I do not advertise my friend's podcast because Mm-mm. how could I explain that? You just simply can't. I simply cannot. However, if Squib will be mad at me for this, but I will advertise the Doug's own podcast. Mm. Interesting. I, interesting. I, it's kind of like, it's one of those things that like, I don't expect anyone to enjoy it and I don't want them to, but they need to know about it, you know? Yeah. Like, it's a public it's, service. It's a public service. Like this exists. You should be aware of it. It's fine. We're not going to do anything about it. Well, maybe write your senator. Maybe, yeah, actually do that. Yeah. Write uh, Governor Hot Wheels. See if he can put mm-hmm. it down. Yeah. Yep. Famously, things in Texas are going well. So. I have not been connected to the, the Texas tea. So. There's not too much currently, but they're following in the steps of Florida, which isn't fantastic. Oh, never a good sign. No, 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 no. Florida is not the state that should be followed. Florida is the state no. that should be following, in my opinion. Oh, they also make a Confederate States reference in this video. I guess that's par for the course. Doug finds a bottle in the woods, and he's like, it's from the Confederate States of America. That's not a good sign. <laughs> what? <laughs> it's like a throwaway joke that, like... <laughs> How would he know that? Also... Wouldn't you know if you were, like, in one of the states that was part of the Confederacy? That shouldn't be a surprise to you, right? That's something – well, he and also, he lives in Chicago, so he – no. It, absolutely <laughs> not. Unless Demo Reel takes place somewhere else, but they're clearly in Illinois. Yeah. That's wild. Well, uh, I, I'm, I'm having a, like, uh, what do they call that, Mandela effect moment. Does he always wear the hat? this specific hat in this series i believe so yes what a bad look for him it's not great it's subpar at best i guess it's better than the nostalgia oh man i don't know okay rank the outfits nostalgia critic versus donnie dupree yeah i like them like side by side in like tiger beat magazine like who wore it better (laughs) except it's the same person same person yeah um, I think the overall ensemble of the Nostalgia Critic is more iconic. It definitely is. There's something about tying a tie over a t-shirt that'll make people remember you. <laughs> oh, they'll remember you. <laughs> and wielding a gun at them threateningly. <laughs> Why do you think I'm remembered at every party I go to? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I believe it. It's not because you try to convince people they're either autistic or insert... Or short. Or short. 
Well, you did both to me. <laughs> well, listen, <laughs> when I'm right, I'm right. <laughs> One of them was like, yeah, you don't need to convince me of that. <laughs> We're standing next to each other. No, but that was more Jay, though. That was more Jay being like, this is funny. It was pretty funny. But it, yeah. it was like, who are you to talk? She's so much smaller than me. Yeah, she's tiny. She's a, she's a great lady, though. <laughs> she's fantastic. Time. Ramen, walking around Austin. What a great time. It was great. Remember when we were in the car at uh, Whataburger, and then a man just tried to get in the car with us? Oh, yeah. That was that was strange. I didn't enjoy that. And he was like, oh, sorry, and then just left. Have you ever done that before? You ever gotten into the wrong car? Uh, no, I don't think so. I did it once when I was a child, and it's like one of the worst events of my life. Oh, man. Yeah, I feel like that would be devastating to my self-esteem. It is. Like, you're like, hi, mom. Oh, no. Oh, no. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's kind of reminds me of like when you were a kid and like you'd walk up and try to grab your parent's hand like at a theme park. And it's not your parent. parent. Yeah. That's like, that's a shame that never goes away. (laughs) You stay up at night thinking about that one. I still do. Another one I think of is like when I accidentally called my teacher mom. Oh, which like most people have done, I think. Yeah, I think that's common. But like at the same time, well, it depends how old you are. How old were you? I was probably like fourth or fifth grade. Okay, that's not that bad. Yeah. She did not look like my mom. (laughs) She's just a female authority figure. Just slipped out. It happens. I kind of worry about that sometimes, like just being in a crowded place and like a kid accidentally thinking I'm their parent for a moment. Mm -hmm. I don't know what I would do in that. Like reversing the roles. Like, do you just have to look at them and be like, no. No, well, obviously, yeah, but I. I feel like it would just, like, immediately, like, my back would lock up, and I'd be like, get away from me. I don't want to be seen with a child, but I don't know. You know what I mean? Well, a child you don't know touching you is always bad. Oh, yeah. A child you do know touching you is mostly not great. Children are sticky. They are. They're constantly covered with jelly, and I don't know how. (laughs) Jelly, yeah, it is is strange how, like, viscous they are. I don't know (laughs) how to describe it. Yeah, because, like, I've got two little nieces, and sometimes I'll watch them, and, like, my little three-year-old niece will come, and she'll, like, lay on my chest. And it's very cute, and it's very mm-hmm. sweet, and it's moments that I'll cherish forever. But it's also, like, why are you kind of wet right now? <laughs> Where have you been? I have been watching you the past hour. I know you haven't gotten into anything. You didn't go outside. <laughs> yeah, it's very strange. You haven't been outside of my eyesight. It's true. I will say, though. Hanging out with, like, two kids is kind of nice because, like, I don't know, like, all we do is just, like, sit and play video games together, which mm-hmm. is very chill. When I, whenever I watch them, we just, like, my niece plays Breath of the Wild, my littler niece, you know, plays with whatever toys are around, and then I sit and play my brother's Switch, and that's it. I think the last time I played with a child, it was, like, one of my cousin's kids, and she was like, do you want to play Barbies? And I was like, sure. And then she was like, my Barbie can fly and I was like well how does she do that and she goes she presses x and I was like wow that's what a first off let's break this down it's the same thing to say to a child like no well I think I was like oh our barbies can fly and she was like no only mine and I was like how is that gotcha okay a thing I thought you were because every child has their own rules while playing barbies absolutely yeah and it's a very important that you follow that child's okay, rules. I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah you got to play by their rules while you're mm-hmm. in the world. That's yeah. Cool. But 
pressing X is such a great. That's an. Oh, it's so good. That's so base. <laughs> I was playing Mario Kart against my boyfriend's little brother, and he threw the controller down because I, I was like trying to let him win but not make it obvious. You know that classic like thread the needle technique. Totally. But I I beat him by like two points, and he throws his controller ground and goes, "This is rigged." <laughs> and I was like, "Who taught you that?" <laughs> Where are you learning this stuff? <laughs> I mean, yeah. You got to teach him early how to lose with grace. Mm-hmm. Blame the computer. Blame older brother. When my brother and I used to play Mario Kart, if he started losing, he'd unplug the Wii. Yeah, classic brother move. Mm-hmm. That's a classic brother move. Yeah. I remember the thing we would always do to my little brother is, like, you know how some in some games, like, when you have multiplayer, you can have, like, the computer playing for one of them. Oh, yeah. So, like, when me and my older brother wanted to, like, fight in Smash Bros., we'd put my little brother's controller on the computer mode. So he oh. playing Kirby. And then we could just ignore him. <laughs> Which, now that I'm saying it out loud, sounds so mean. It's what you gotta do, though. It's you gotta keep him distracted out. somehow. Yeah, because, like, he would just keep falling off the stage, and, like, mm-hmm. it should be in the way, so... Yeah. Uh, man, now I kind of feel bad. <laughs> he did not deserve that. Well, what are you going to do? I was, um, one of my summer jobs, whenever my brother couldn't do it, was I would fill in as a, a caretaker for a person, a nonverbal person with autism, right? So, and one of the things that, like, was, was a rule, like, he had almost no rules, but he could not eat the ice cream during the day. And let me tell you, that shit was locked down like Fort Knox. And then I'd come out and he'd have a spoon out, like, going for it. Really? Mm-hmm. Every time. Like, most of what we did was he would drink Kool-Aid and eat pizza, and then we'd play Wheel of Fortune on the Wii. <laughs> pretty cool. Yeah. Pretty day. sick. And he had, like, a little indoor trampoline So what, was he just, that he was like, vibing with. It was locked up was because he would just, like, Yeah. That. He'd just go for it. So it was like, it was in the freezer and the freezer had like a chair in front of it. And like, oh my gosh. But every time you'd like leave the room and come back, you would already have gotten a spoon and was like <laughs> opening the freezer. And you're like, how did you, I've been gone for 10 seconds. <laughs> you need to like get him like one of those like cartoon, like the ball and chains that they would put on prisoners in cartoons. Whatever. <laughs> it's just put on like. a thing of ice cream. Yeah, exactly. Like it's <laughs> like it's at the camp. Yeah. Did your parents ever do the thing where like they would put like those anti-child handles on like the pantry so you couldn't get snacks? Mm-hmm. Yeah. My parents did that, but only after. Um... Oh, did I ever tell you you all the laxative story on this? Podcast? What? I didn't. I don't think so. Okay, so <laughs> this is embarrassing, but. <laughs> Brothers was having issues, toilet issues. Of uh-huh. it's the way back when we were children. All three mm-hmm. of us were still in the same house. One of my little, I just gave it away. It's my little brother. He was having toilet issues. Sorry, buddy. Um, and so <laughs> he was he was very constipated. So my mom was like trying to figure out how to get him laxatives just to keep him regular. It was like this whole thing. It was this whole fiasco. And he wouldn't take the laxatives because it was like, who wants to take laxatives? Mm-hmm. So she bought this like these chocolate bars. They looked and tasted like chocolate bars, but they were laxatives. That is dangerous. It's very dangerous, especially when a couple of us other guys don't know that that's what's happening. 
Mm. I was not mm. on the you were not privy to the laxative chocolate bar situation. I was not privy to the privy situation. That's mm. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so I, I had no idea. So, you know, imagine young little Roswell just like rooting around in the pantry one day, like I'm between playing Star Fox and Star Wars and I need to, I need to refuel. I need a snack. And oh, there's a chocolate bar. And perfect. And perfect. So I just swipe it and I eat the whole thing. And I leave the wrapper on the counter, and it's totally fine. I go back to playing my games. It's no problem. But then from the other room, I hear my mom yell, oh, my God, who ate this chocolate bar? And I'm like, well, based on the tone of her voice, I'm not answering that question. <laughs> Get that out of me because I do not want to be in trouble. And then she comes in the room, and she's like, which one of you ate this whole chocolate bar? And eventually I'm like, it was me. Like, I didn't realize it was that big of a deal. And she's like, no, no, no. That was laxatives. You're only supposed to have like one little tiny piece of it. It's like the weed chocolate bar situation. Exactly. Mm-hmm. It's exactly like that. And I ate the whole batch. And so, and it said if you overdose on it, you have to like call poison control. So she called poison control and they were like, eh, see what happens. And then <laughs> for an entire night, I was, and I won't, I know, I, I won't get blue on this show. I won't get nasty, I, you know, but good, good. Bathroom, mm-hmm. and I was alternating between crying, pooping and falling asleep and then like waking myself back up. <laughs> I was a kid, by the way. So <laughs> this is the most depressing shit. It was so bad. And it was one of those things where my mom was like, I'm not going to punish you because you have received, you punishment. have received punishment. You are good. It was bad. I think it was like, well, past midnight that I was up, just locked in, could not leave. Yeah, it was bad. It was it's like a food poisoning scenario. It was, it was. And thankfully it was just, you know, like with food poisoning, sometimes it's like both sides of the edge. Yeah, that's, that's the worst. Whenever you have like a trash can in front of you. Oh yeah, exactly. And you're just, at any moment you could explode and you don't know where from. <laughs> could be anywhere. It's terrible. Yeah, no. Food poisoning. Oh my gosh, it's the worst. Thankfully, I don't think I've had it for a while. But I had it like, like six to nine months ago, I think. What gotcha? I think it was a uh, a cake that was made with eggs that were expired. That's yeah. Good. No good. Could expired eggs give you salmonella, or is that only raw eggs? I think that's raw eggs, but I'm not entirely sure. Okay. Yeah. It doesn't do good things to your stomach. Certainly not. You, you're not supposed to eat anything. Certainly not. I uh, I do have a bad habit of eating, like, barely expired food. Like, if it's just a couple days. Mm-hmm. I don't know how legal that is, but I'm not going to throw it out. I feel like it's, like, the date is, there's a reason for it, but I feel like it's also a little arbitrary. Right. Like, you don't know how many days. You can't see the future. Who are you? You know, you don't know when this lettuce goes bad. What are you, a nutritionist? Oh, you are. <laughs> oh, I You're see. You're a natural food scientist. I apologize. Hmm. Well. Yeah. I wonder about that, too, because, like, I work in an industry that sells certain snacks, cracker-like mm-hmm. snacks. Um, <laughs> being vague to not dox myself. But, like, they're dated, you know, like, usually eight months from when they're put on the shelves. And, like, even once that date expires, they're still pretty good for, like, three months afterwards. So I'm like, who, who chose that? Yeah, and it's, like, best buy dates, like, yeah. 
What does that mean? What does that mean? Do I have to throw it away, or is it, like, still okay? I can have a mediocre snack. Like, it doesn't have to be best. It doesn't have to be amazing. It doesn't have to be the best every time. (laughs) It's Ritz crackers. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not expecting anything amazing. Not expecting them to put on the Ritz, as one might say. Mm. There's a... That's not a joke, but... (laughs) (laughs) Can you tell I'm bringing my A-game for the Doug Zone podcast? Oh, yeah. I think we both are today. (laughs) No, we're having a we're having a cozy episode like this is a cozy episode. Yeah, it's nice. Mm-hmm. It's it's late, you know. We're talking about movies. That was fun. Mm-hmm. That was fun. Let's go back to that. Yeah. <laughs> what are we doing? Why did we move on from movies? That was the, objectively the best part of this discourse. I th- I think so. I've been on a kick of only watching movies made before 2010. I think that's good. It's amazing. Yeah, so, like, the only new movies I see are, like, in the theaters with friends. Mm. And it's like, okay, so even if it's bad, you have, like, the social element of, like, you get to have fun that you saw a bad movie. But all the movies I've been watching at home have been, like, objectively good, and it's awesome. Ooh, yeah. Yeah. I've been watching, um, I think still the last movie I watched before Barbie was The Revenant, so... Really? <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's a good pick, I think. Yeah. Actually, I haven't seen The Revenant. I take it back. It's good. It's good? It seems like a movie that would be good, but, like, I already know it's going to be good, so there's no need for me to watch it. <laughs> <laughs> I want movies with a sense of mystery about them. Yeah. It's like, like, are they going to be good? Are they going to be terrible? I Who knows? It's like The Godfather. Like, I'm not going to watch that. Like, I know... I know Citizen Kane is good. <laughs> Citizen Kane is good. I actually... I watched Citizen Kane at 10 on my own, which is <laughs> psychotic. Well, I was a film bro early on. Actually, like that was back when I used to want to like make movies before that dream shriveled and died. <laughs> I think if anyone in the Discord went to film school, it'd be the worst thing imaginable. I was there for like a few classes and then I went, "Ooh, not for me," and I switched. That's fine. I think if you graduate film school, that's be- well, I I can think of one person who did go to film school in the Discord. Well, hmm. Who would you guess? I have no idea. I feel like it's a surprising answer. Yeah. But I, I watched one of their films. Oh. They were so nice to send it to me. It was actually not bad. That's that's good. I can't remember if they graduated or not, but I will. I'll, I'll give the answer away. It was Squid. Okay. It's one of those ones that is kind of surprising, but also makes sense. Yeah, like, I couldn't think of anyone else it would be. Yeah. Because everyone else either is in college or is very clearly not interested in college. <laughs> Coach went to, like, rich snob college where he learned how to, like, manage his bonds and stuff. Right? <laughs> he went to, like, balls and banquets. That's I, I don't Yeah, coach went to snob college for sure. Matt's English major. It's just written all over him. It's so obvious. I've been doing this thing. I hope he doesn't listen to this because then my bit will be up. But I've been doing this thing where I've been purposely making like grammatical and spelling mistakes when I talk to him. (laughs) But just like every once in a while. That's really good. (laughs) Yeah, just to see if I can bait him into calling me out on it. And he's a very polite young man. Mm -hmm. He's never said anything. But I, I'm, I wish I could see the other side of the screen when I do it. 
He definitely notices. A hundred percent chance. <laughs> I would like him to send me like copy edits of my uh, Discord messages that I send to him, just like with all the grammar fixed. That'd be, <laughs> That'd be really good. <laughs> my uh, one of my English teachers in middle school made us learn like all the editing marks. Oh, interesting. I don't remember a lot of them, but I remember some of them. But it's like. She made us learn exactly how editors, like, edit books and what markings they use. And then we had to go up on the board and, like, do them every day. That's kind of cool, actually, though, because mm-hmm. it's like a secret code. that only Weird, gifted, and talented class things. <laughs> yeah. She was also an opera singer. What an interesting lady. Yeah, that's cool. cool she lady. also had us, so this guy, I guess, dumped her. Oh, no. And she had us, like, make these signs, like, calling him out on shit. Oh. And then, like, <laughs> it was very weird. That's a strange thing to involve your ch- class of children on. Hmm. I don't know how I feel about that. I feel like that's also, like, a very common thing of, like, teachers, like, involving their class and their <laughs> their love life problems. Because I can remember more than a handful of, like, my teachers just, like, telling me about their boyfriend or husband troubles. And I'm like, I'm mm-hmm. not. I don't know or, like, doing. did you ever have a teacher that was recently divorced? Oh, yeah. Because those are crazy. Like, you write the wrong name on her paper because it was, like, the wrong name on the syllabus. And she's yeah. like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> <laughs> Who the fuck is this? It's not me. And you're like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Just, like, tears in her eyes that she's trying to hold back as she screams at you. No, yeah, definitely had some of those. I remember yeah. I had a – okay. So I had a social studies teacher named Mr. Jones, and his classroom was right next to the English teacher who was Mrs. Jones, and they were recently married. But they hadn't always been that way, because right before they had been married, Mr. Jones had been divorced from the art teacher. And so I remember as a kid not getting it, but there was always like a weird tension. But as an adult, I'm like, yeah, like Mrs. Jones was clearly a younger woman, and like she just homewrecked a couple that worked in an elementary school and then they got divorced and they got married and they all just had to work together it was very strange oh my god yeah it was uh uh don't date your co-workers maybe i uh, that's what i've been saying but i feel like everybody's dating their co-workers just people are doing it and i don't know why it's strange i'm glad i i have no co-workers that, I also have no coworkers because I don't have a job. <laughs> in that way, you and Squid are kind of like coworkers. Mm-hmm. Unemployed, yeah. <laughs> That's nice. I feel it's weird because, like, I, I guess I technically have coworkers because, like, I go to different grocery stores and I work at all of them, but I don't work for any of them. Right. So, like, I have people I see all the time, but I don't know. That's different. Like, I feel like. Would it be weird then to date those people? I feel like still yes, right? The answer is still yes. Oh, that sucks. Because <laughs> there's one cute girl that I want to talk to, but whatever. <laughs> Whoops. It's, it's, it's like you either got to quit your job or just let it go. Yeah. yeah. Like when I worked at a restaurant, oh my God, everyone was dating each other. It's, it's the horniest environment on the planet. Is a restaurant. That and like theater kids. Oh, ugh, that's, yeah, that's just disgusting. <laughs> They're so bad. I remember, so I worked at Wendy's. That was my first job, and I worked there for a few years. 
and it was like the complex web of relationships that was mm-hmm. happening of people who range in ages from 20 to 55 um it's very wild it's- oh yeah there's like there was like a whole family that worked at the restaurant i worked at rescue to disaster Oh my god. Cause like you have to be over eighteen to work there. So it was like a couple and their adult children. Oh. And Weird. the couple the guy started cheating on the wife. And then the son was dating one of my friends. And my friend caught the husband cheating with another one of our coworkers. Like in the act? I don't remember to be honest. Okay. I mean, I guess how else would you catch them? Yeah, it's not good. It was really awkward. That's and I remember she would call the restaurant, and this is when I was hosting, um, and I'd pick up the phone, and she would be like, is my husband there? And I'd be like, just a minute, ma'am. I'm going to go look in the back, and I knew who it was. I always knew who it was. And so I went back there, and I was like, apparently you're not picking up your phone. Your wife is calling me. And he's like, fuck, I'm sorry. And then I would go back and do my job. That's. What a thing to put on a person. On it's crazy. Like, what a thing to put on an 18-year-old about just yelling over the phone. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Well, and that, that sort of stuff happens all the time. I feel like my, the amount of life experience that I got from between my 17th and 18th year from just working with, like, a bunch of middle-aged women. Yeah. Crazy. It changes you. Did you ever have the – because we all know the freezer – Mm-hmm. The walk-in. It's walk-in. It's both a sinful place and the only peaceful place. Oh, absolutely. Well, yeah, as long as no one else is there, it's the only peaceful place. But mm-hmm. sometimes you'd walk in there to have a moment of clarity, and instead you would see something that you can never, you know, remove from your brain. Ours wasn't – ours we had – so there were two beverage stations in the kitchen, and then there was Bev 3 in the back of the restaurant, which I've been to the restaurant since, and they have removed Bev 3 which is probably a good thing. But Bev 3 was where all the debauchery went down because it was the only place in the restaurant that didn't have a camera. Mm. Yeah, that's not great. So there was always smoking. There was always drinking. There was always sex. It was just everything happened in Bev 3. And I worked takeout most of the time. And all of the boxes were in Bev 3. So I'd just be like, excuse me, sorry, coming through. (laughs) Just going to slide right by you here. Y'all do what you're doing. I'll just don't mind me. I mean, working in a restaurant, it's like you get to the point where you're just like, I don't, they could be killing each other. and (laughs) I wouldn't notice. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Yeah. As long as no one takes the food that I'm trying to give to my customers, I do not care. Exactly. As long as I can do my job and not get yelled at. But, I don't know, I feel like being yelled at is kind of part of the job description in, in customer service. It is. You're yelled at by somebody all of the time. From both directions, inside and outside of the store. That's, I will say the worst job in a restaurant, in my opinion, is hosting, because everyone's mad at you all of the time. I can see that. Like, the guests are mad because they're waiting. Right. The servers are mad because you're seating them. The managers are mad if you're not seating them. And the kitchen is just mad at you because there's so many people set. And it's the kitchen. The kitchen's mad at everyone the all of the time. The world. Yeah, the kitchen has – they've got their own private, uh, you know, crusade going. Yeah. Turns out it's dealing meth, but <laughs> – it's, 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 
healing meth and being on the backpage.com. That's what being a wine clerk's all about. Yeah. Tattoos. Yeah. Yeah. There's a guy that I worked with who had his eyelids tattooed. Sick. Yeah. And I was like, damn, that's that's crazy. Was it like Indiana Jones where one said love and the other said you? That'd be iconic, but no. I don't remember what it was, but it was writing, like, right there on the lash line, so. It'd be cool if it was, like, more eyes. Like, just a different... Oh, like, uh, that scene in Pirates of the Caribbean? Yeah, the, uh, the, um, the witchy woman. Mm -hmm. Yeah, she was cool. Yeah. Or, like, uh, Jeff Hardy in the WWE. He pants eyes over his eyes. (laughs) He did before he got, like... Arrested with a bunch of DUIs. Ooh, not great. No, no. He has a troubled backstory. <laughs> I feel like everyone in wrestling has a troubled either backstory or story, right? A lot of people. A lot of people do. Um, was yeah. Was Benoit wrestling? Yes. And he was the guy who, you know. Murdered his wife and child yeah, yeah. and himself. Which you're not supposed to do. No, you're not. I don't think you're allowed to. And they aired, like, a memorial video before they figured out what actually happened. Oh, man. That's rough. That's really Yeah. 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 Kind of like how we let uh, George Bush throw the first pitch at Yankee Stadium before we found out he did it. (laughs) Yeah, it felt a lot like that. (laughs) That's pretty bad. Wrestling is one of those things where, like, I hear you talk about it with such gusto, mm-hmm. and I'm like, I really want to get into it. Like, you, you make me interested, and I've never been interested in my life. But then I stop listening to Doug's on I forget, so I really need to watch, just, like, buckle down and watch it. Yeah, just watch, like, a cool older match. Just look up cool matches and just watch one of them. That's the <laughs> way to do it. That's the way to consume wrestling, is you're like, what's a good wrestling match? Yeah. And then they'll be like... Watch all of WrestleMania X7, and you're like, okay, thank you. Thanks. And then you move on with your life. Yeah. That's kind of how I got into boxing, is I just YouTubed good boxing matches, like, from mm-hmm. the 70s. And I was just, like, watching, like, guys who who'd still talk with a transatlantic accent knocking each other out. So awesome. Which is so sick. It's so sick. Just like, come here, buddy. Bop. It's <laughs> <laughs> so good. All right, we can we can bring this one in for a landing now. Thank goodness. <laughs> <laughs> uh, slash the Doug Zone, DougZonePodcast.com. You got anything you want to plug? Uh, no, thanks for having me. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we don't have an outro.